Disclaimer! Logic, aka Bobby Tarantino, aka Young Sinatra, aka Psychological, aka Sir Robert Bryson Hall II, is a rapper from Maryland with a biracial flow in many biracial albums, biracial mixtapes, and biracial singles where he shows his skill at biracial bars. Oh yeah, he's also biracial. I'm biracial! In all seriousness, Logic started rapping while he was in early high school, causing him to eventually get kicked out for skipping and failing his classes. He released an underground project under the name Psychological in 2009 called Logic the Mixtape. A year later, he released his debut mixtape under the name Logic called Young Broken Infamous, and from then to 2014, he released three mixtapes under the Young Sinatra series. In 2014, he released his debut album, and since then he's dropped an album every single year, 2016 and 2018 being exceptions. Until we get to 2019, where he released his sixth studio album and the soundtrack to his debut novel that were both met with massive backlash. And his 2020 album, No Pressure, which is a sequel to his debut album, Under Pressure, and also his final one. So today, I'll be going through every single album released since 2009 and giving a semi-in-depth review, not as in-depth as my actual album reviews. And then in the end, ranking them from my least favorite to my favorite. So let's get into this. Logic the Mixtape was released onto the internet on December 24th, 2009 by a fan who got permission from Logic himself to release it. Prior to this, the only way anybody could listen to this tape was if they got the physical copy that was handed out by Logic back in 09. Sadly, there's two missing songs that have yet to ever see the light of day, honestly kind of hoping they end up being able to sometime. In the process of writing the script though, I tried to find those two songs and ended up finding a song from 2010. And just like a parent picking up their child from school after getting suspended for beating up a kid with a lunchbox full of bricks. We'll talk about this later. Now there's two versions of this mixtape. There's the original tape, and then there's the Dat Piff upload that includes the tracks Ratman, The Dream, The Opening, and Street Dreams, and in 2018 Logic himself denounced that mixtape existing. So I won't go into the Dat Piff release, but I will say Ratman, The Dream, and The Opening are my favorites out of the four. The original mixtape has Logic delving into brag raps, which take up the majority of the tape, but he also has times where he talks about his life, like on a third person story or Why Would I Lie? It's not a Logic project if he doesn't mention his race though, which he does on Logic on the Beat, and he literally ends the song after it. Judge me on my skin color, but my father is a brother. Finally heard the flow, and now you know I'm unlike any other. Psychological. The mixtape also includes samples of Nirvana's All Apologies, found on Intro, parentheses, Blow Your Mind, Wale's Chillin', found on Logic on the Beat, The Roots and Dave Chappelle, found on 9-5 Tip, Kanye's School Spirit found on a third-person story, and Lil Kurt's Got It Unlocked found on Unlock. My personal favorite songs are Logic on the Beat, Unlock, and Why Would I Lie. My least favorites are Hunger, Background Check, 9-5 Tip, and Lyricism. Overall, it's a fine mixtape and a decent starter project. Young Broken Infamous was released on December 15, 2010, and is the official debut mixtape under the name Logic. Unlike Logic the Mixtape, Young Broken Infamous widely discusses more topics. You still got brag raps found on 10 songs off this project, but then you get topics like sadness found on songs like I Just Wanna, or breakup songs like on Can I Love and Love Jones. The project also includes two skits, Love Jones and Sonny in the Booth, and two bonus tracks, Wordplay and Back and Forth. Back and Forth being the first of the six collaborations between Logic and C. Doc Castro, who's now known as Shy Gray. He also goes back and redoes the song 9-5 Tip off of Logic the Mixtape, which ends up being on here as Backpack. And in my personal opinion, Backpack is much better than 9-5 Tip. This tape also ups the amount of samples that's being used. You got J. Cole's Lights Please and Simba and Drake's King Lion on Stain in the Game, Tabby Boney's Nothing But a Hero on Nothing But a Hero Remix, Nas's Life's a Bitch and Lord Finesse's Hip to the Game on Young Sinatra, the movie Love Jones and Can I Love on Love Jones Skit, Drake's Miss Me on Give It To Me, Kanye's Touch the Sky on Growing Pains, 
Kanye's Drunken Hot Girls and Rare Essence Overnight Scenario on Scenario, Wale's Pretty Girls on Ask Him, Outkast Atlians on Backpack, Kanye's Can't Tell Me Nothing on Selling Drugs, Alicia Keys' Unthinkable Unworthy, and motherfucking Michael Jackson's Billy Jean on Wordplay. My personal favorite songs on this tape is Nothing But A Hero Remix, Young Sinatra, I Want It All, I Just Wanna, Can I Love, Young Broken Infamous, Backpack, and Wordplay. My least favorite songs are the skits because they're just kinda pointless, and Back and Forth because it's the weakest Logic X Castro song and half of it's an acapella. Overall, it's a big improvement over Logic the Mixtape, and it's a very enjoyable listen from start to finish. The breakup songs in here as well really resonated with me during a rough point in my life. One final thing about the tape is, uh, this didn't age well. So I'm gonna continue to wake up every day and make good music. For many reasons, by the way. Mostly because of 2019. Now on Young, Broken, Infamous, the third track was a song called Young Sinatra. This track alone started the trilogy that would last for the next three mixtapes, two of which containing the other two songs in the Young Sinatra song trilogy. The first Young Sinatra mixtape was released on September 19th, 2011. The tape covers topics like gaining fame, like on 1 in 30,000, depression and motivation on As I Am, love on Take It Slow, breakup songs on Let Me Go, his race on Mixed Feelings, weed on Highs and Lows, and the usual brag raps found on most other songs on this project. Like said before, this tape contains the second song in the Young Sinatra trilogy, in this one, he discusses his dream to become famous while also just showing off his ability in wordplay. It also contains one of the most iconic lines in his career. But overall, it's, uh, my least favorite out of the three. The tape also includes the second collaboration with Castro in the song Begging, which is a lot better than Back and Forth, and it might be one of my favorites from them. And while on the topic of sequels, we have the sequel to Growing Pains off of Young, Broken, Infamous. In this one, he talks about his evolution as an artist. And last but not least, we have the beginning to yet another trilogy that consists in this trilogy of tapes, the Marty Randolph skits. And this one's pretty funny. And this mixtape contains a stupid amount of samples as well. I'm pretty sure there's a sample in every single song, so I'm basically just gonna stop that section from now on. My favorite songs are Beggin', Mind of Logic, Are You Ready, Take It Slow, and As I Am. My least favorites are probably just Live on the Air and Mixed Feelings. Live is a song I get no enjoyment out of, and Mixed is one of those race-filled tracks that I just don't really want to listen to. Overall, this tape is once again a massive step up, and is filled with so many songs that are in my regular rotation to this day. It's such a great project, how will he ever follow it up? You already know what I've been on, you know where I be at, cause men lie, women lie. I'm gonna be honest with you for a quick second. I'm not really the biggest fan of this one. Undeniable was released on April 30th, 2012, and is the second installment of the Young Sinatra trilogy. Now this one's a fan favorite because it's his top tier project in lyricism and wordplay, and being honest, not a lot of it resonates with me. The tape discusses topics like fame, found on Inception, used to hate, and numbers, love, found on what you want, do you like, and A-Girl, breakup songs like on 500 Days of Summer, weed, found on We Get High, his race, found on I Made It, Religion found on Dear God, which is one of his best songs, and then the usual brag raps. You also get a couple sequels on here. You got Thirst Mail, which is the second Marty Randolph skit, which is a bit funnier than the first one. You get Disgusting, which is the third track with Castro, where they hop on the deep cover beat and go absolutely insane on it. And you get the third and final installment of the Young Sinatra trilogy, where he raps about his skill and is easily the best out of three, but I personally enjoy the first one more. But like I said in the beginning, not a lot of the songs in here resonate with me. Dead Presidents 3 is a song I often forget about, except for the acapella ending that just seems to go much longer than it is. Relaxation is another one that I just never really got anything out of it. All Sinatra Everything, I genuinely have no idea what it's about because it's just there and then gone. 
And while Dear God is one of his best, it's personally not a song I like to listen to for a multitude of reasons. This mixtape isn't bad though, I just genuinely forget a lot of the songs even if they're good when they do end up playing. That being said, my favorite songs are Used to Hate It, Disgusting, Tic-Tac-Toe, The Spotlight, What You Want, Do You Like, and A Girl. Least favorites are I Made It because it's another racetrack, only this time he makes it sound even worse, and Worldwide because I really don't want to listen to just a bunch of phone calls. Overall it's a good mixtape, but it's just mostly forgettable for me. I'm looking at my idols and feeling adjacent. It's a hell of a long way from back in the basement. Welcome to Forever was released on May 7, 2013 as the third and final installment of the Young Sinatra trilogy of mixtapes. The album discusses fame a lot due to him finally hitting it big. You can find that on Welcome to Forever, 5AM, The Come Up, The High Life, and Man of the Year. You also get more deep personal tracks like the aforementioned Welcome to Forever and 5AM, or on Roll Call and Just a Man. Then you get some vibe tracks like Break It Down, Feel Good, and The High Life, or brag raps like on On the Low, Walk On By, Nasty Ballin', and Young Jedi. Just like the last two mixtapes, we have sequels on here. We got the fourth Logic X Casper song, and sadly the last that we'll ever see on a Logic project due to a split of friendship between the two in 2015. But anyways, that song is Ballin', which is easily their best collaboration track. And you get the third and final Marty Randolph skit, which is the funniest one out of the three. Now with all that being said... Y'all mind if I suck dick for a minute? This mixtape is so fucking good. It holds a lot of my favorite songs from Logic, including my top tier favorite Logic song of all time, which is The High Life. On top of that, you got beautiful production like On The High Life, or Break It Down, 5AM, Ballin', Young Jedi, Walk On By, Man of the Year. Every song on here is just amazing and vibes and just fuck. Now I may be really biased here because this mixtape is what got me through my first year of high school, which was an absolute dog shit of a year. And I have so many memories of just having this mixtape play throughout the day and rapping along to Ballin' and On The Low on my walk home. This mixtape is just so fucking good. Absolute favorite songs are The High Life, Ballin', On The Low, Nasty, and Break It Down. But like every other song in here is just so fucking good. The only song in here I don't listen to much is Midnight Marauder, but other than that, this is a fucking top-tier project. Fans probably thinking he won't never drop that shit, but I'm trying to make it perfect so you all cop that shit. Now before we get into the next project, I would like to mention the EP that was supposed to be released after Welcome to Forever, as a little thing to hold the fans over while Logic worked on his debut album. This EP eventually got scrapped because the album ended up getting finished, but I thought it was worth talking about it for a bit. From a bit of researching, I was able to find out the track listing consisting of the title track, Finding Forever, Now, Driving Miss Daisy, and Alright. While You Wait is a decent song, Finding Forever is a bit better than one I have in my playlists. Driving Miss Daisy is pretty good, but got old quick. Now is very basic and just kind of boring and Big Sean ruins all right. Now on to the big release. Under Pressure is Logic's debut album released on October 21st, 2014. Now there was a deluxe edition of this album that was released as well, but I don't count deluxe editions, and in this case, you should be glad, because the deluxe songs on here are Driving Miss Daisy, Now and All Right, which were supposed to be on While We Wait, and as we've discussed, I'm not really the biggest fans of those songs. But I did hear about a song called The Realist that was a throwaway track and supposed to be on the deluxe, but after it got leaked they just scrapped it. And uh, the song's fine. Second verse sounds like it was recorded years later and the hook is kinda trash. But anyways. Logic spins the album telling his life story, like on songs Soul Food, Gang Related, Growing Pains 3, and Under Pressure. He also has songs about his nowadays life and the gain of fame, like on Intro, I'm Gone, Buried Alive, Nikki, Under Pressure, Until the End. This album also holds no rap features at all, 
Every single verse is done by Logic, which I think is really cool. It also holds the track Nikki, which throughout the album you get mentioned of the girl named Nikki, all for the song to come in and say that Nikki is actually nicotine and Logic's addiction to it and breaking up with it, which after this album dropped, Logic then quit smoking. This album also holds his best song of all time, the nine minute beast that is Under Pressure. I don't even want to say anything about the song, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Logic even tackles a concept that he tries to do later, which is rapping from the perspective of someone else, which can be found on the second verse of Gang Related, where he raps from the perspective of his brother, and it's just great. Oh, he also raps from the perspective of uh, family members on Under Pressure. <laughs> My favorite songs on the album are Never Enough, Under Pressure, Gang Related, and Growing Pains 3. My least favorite song is I'm Gone, just because I'm not a big fan of Jess. Overall, this is a solid work of art, and easily one of the best things he has ever created. Now, I usually agree with our lord and savior, Melon Female Tano, but giving this album a 6 is a hard disagree. You flip that number upside down, and that's probably what I would give this. So many times is this record amazing. Like I said, you got the monster that is under pressure. His first fast verse on Gang Related, which is fast rapping done right, because he actually says something during it. You got the basic concept, but it's done done really well that is Nikki, and you got Growing Pains 3, which the ending bars every single time give me chills. Are you ready for dinner? I'm able to set the table till I snap out the fable when that TV turn off and I realize I'm back in hell. It is top tier, and fuck you, Brayden, the standard art is better than the deluxe. The Incredible True Story, aka The Incredible True Story and the Transformation of the Man Who Saved the World, was released on November 13, 2015, and shows album diving into his first ever concept album. The concept of this album goes as follows. The Incredible True Story and Transformation of the Man Who Saved the World is a script logic wrote that takes place in 2115. It is an audio-cinematic experience that mainly takes place in sonic form about a space pilot, Thomas, and his partner, Kai, a man of infantry who from time to time interacts with the ship's AI component, Thalia, designed by Seacorp. Life on Earth is non-existent we have destroyed it in search for a new place to call home, the search for a planet called Paradise. It is Thomas and Kai's job to man a mission to what we believe will be our new home. Upon picking up Kai from the Babel space station, the two strike up a conversation about oldies music Thomas had been playing before his arrival. Music from long ago that has nothing to do with his concept. As the Aquarius Three readies to venture off on their mission for mankind, Thomas explains how he just listened to a certain musician's first album, and cues the second as they depart. AKA the laziest concept I've ever heard in my life. The album has logic discussing fame, like on Fade Away, Upgrade, like Low and City of Stars, while the other songs are just basically brag raps, like on Young Jesus, I'm the Greatest, Stainless, and Run It. It's funny that the song with the most amount of lyrical substance is Paradise, where he states in the song itself that it was wrote before Under Pressure. And the only song on here that has anything to do with space is Intermission. And then there's the skits. These things are just bad. The dialogue is mostly terrible, which isn't surprising given how it was written in 30 minutes according to Logic himself. And I watched a, a, a documentary called I Know That Voice. Yes! And he was in it, <laughs> yes. and I remember him going, he was like, it's just a job, anybody can hire you. And I was like, what? Def Jam got the budget, let's go. Yeah, he was like, I'm gonna put it to the test, can I really hire yeah. this cat? And I reached out to him, you know, and he's a very good person, and he was like, you know, I really, I like your spirit, I like what you represent, I like what you're about, I'm gonna do it. 
And then that night, I wrote the whole script in one wow. sitting. And on top of that, the skits have absolutely nothing to do with the songs that are being played in this concept album. Well, of course not, you fucking idiot. That's what the concept's about. They're listening to oldies, so obviously they're not gonna have anything to do with the skits. Do you even pay attention to the album, you fucking retard? Well, then that's just a lazy concept. Seriously, this entire concept is just made so Logic doesn't have to think when he's writing these basic songs. With that being said, my favorites are City of Stars, Run It, and I'm the Greatest, and I really don't have all these favorite because every other song that isn't those three are just forgettable to me. Overall, this album has a lazy concept and the songs are painfully basic and mostly forgettable. So let's move on to his third out. Do y'all hear that? Bobby Tarantino was released on July 1st, 2016 with no promotion at all except for the singles Flexecution and Wrist. Which may sound like promotion, but this album was never officially announced until the release date. So I guess he lived up to his word on the jam. The mixtape was just a fun summer vibe tape to hold over fans while he worked on his third studio album. Very reminiscent of While You Wait, only it actually got released. This tape has Logic rapping about turning up, like on Flexecution, The Jam, and Super Mario World, about his race, like on Slave 1 and 2, about fame like on the jam slave one and two and 44 bars and then you get songs like deeper than money which is about how money can cause happiness and wrist which is a storytelling track about a crack dealer and you get a track called a word from our sponsor which is a three minute randy mardoff skit and i enjoy every second of it my favorite songs are 44 bars slave 2 the jam and super mario world least favorite is none because illuminatro and studio ambience and night malibu aren't songs overall it's a nice blend of mindless trap and lyrical rap and it's a very easy listen with it only being half an hour and the songs are overall just fun and nice and fit the summer vibe. Okay, now we can get on to his third album. Everybody people, everybody bleed, everybody needs some, everybody love. Everybody was released on May 5th, 2017. It goes through like three concepts. You got the first concept, which was tied in with the concept of the incredible true story. You got the second concept, which is about a man named Adam that is being told by God himself that he is every single person on this world and keeps being reincarnated as someone else every single time he dies. And you got the third concept of logic rapping in the perspective of everybody, regardless of their race, religion, color, creed, or sexual orientation. Or at least... He wants you to think that's the third concept. Now, I did a video about two years ago where I talked about why and how I thought the third concept for everybody failed miserably. And because I'm feeling so nice and generous, I'll leave a link to that so you guys can see it and we'll be able to see my face as well. Not like you couldn't already see it, but I do still agree with most of the points I made in that video. I say most because some of them are kind of yikes and pretty obvious I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Logic talks about his race on a lot of the album, like on Everybody, Take It Back, Black Spider-Man, and Africarian, and spends the rest of it barely going into what the third concept is supposed to be. And him talking about his race would have been fine if this album had stayed being Africarian and not changed with this tacked-on concept. And throughout these tracks, you get the three skits that have to do with the second concept, which have nothing to do with the songs, and then a final skit at the end of the album that has to do with the first concept, which have nothing to do with any of the songs or the other two concepts. Basically, it's a mess. And lyrically, the songs are very preachy, and at this point is the worst Logic's been. But with that being said, 
I have so much fun listening to this album. The first eight tracks, excluding Everybody and Black Spider-Man, are such a blast to listen to for me. And instrumentally, I have to say, this is his best work. You have no idea how many times I played through this album just so I could lip-sync to it while making tuna fish at 3 in the morning. Favorite songs are most definitely Killing Spree and Hallelujah. Least favorites are Everybody, because it's just a song about him and his race. Africarian for the same reason, but it's absurdly more longer and just the poor man's mortal man. And 1-800, because that song is a terrible representation of depression and suicidal tendencies, and the production of features make it seem like a scummy cash grab. Overall, it's a failed concept album with way too preachy lyrics, the spawn of logic is biracial memes, and it's the poor man's to pimp a butterfly. But goddamn do I have so much fun listening to it. Sadly, this would be the album where he announces his retirement, Ultra 85 being the last album. So I guess it's time to talk about the I'm final like, song. You, you know you can just not. Bobby Tarantino 2 was released on March 9th, 2018, as the sequel to his 2016 release, Bobby Tarantino. On the tape, he raps about money and fame like an overnight Contra, Boomtrap Protocol, Midnight, Wizard of Oz, State of Emergency, What's Up, and 44 More. You also get songs like Everyday, which is a motivational track, Yuck, which is the closest to a diss track you'll ever get from Logic, and Indica Body, which is about weed. This was actually the first album I got to experience from day one when the theory started coming out, all the way to the release date. And when it was released, I liked it. I even gave it a 3 out of 5 when I first heard it. Can't say I'd say the same now. Yeah, this tape hasn't aged well. The songs are just so lyrically weak and all just mindless bullshit. Are you fucking dumb? It's a Bobby Tarantino mixtape. You're not supposed to think about the lyrics. You've missed the entire point, you fucking retarded idiot. If Bobby Tarantino isn't supposed to be lyrical, then explain 44 bars, Slave 1 and 2, Deeper the Money, and Rest. The first Bobby Tarantino tape was a very nice blend of mindless trap and lyrical rap, while all being done on these really nice beats to complement what the song's about. You get a dark, grimy beat for Rest, or a fun Nintendo-type beat for Super Mario World. Meanwhile, in the second Bobby Tarantino tape, you just get these basic trap beats with Logic coasting and saying just buzzwords. My favorite songs are 44 More, Yuck, Warm It Up, Endicabadu, and What's Up. Least favorite songs are Every Day, Boomtrap Protocol, Wizard of Oz, State of Emergency, and, uh... Midnight. I hope you fucking die. Overall, it's a boring tape with mostly basic songs and is a trash sequel. Also, Every Day is just a fucking joke. I wonder if this is gonna be the end of trash sequels. Since I went super flat, I only identify as bicostal. Young Sinatra 4 was released on September 28, 2018, as the fourth and final Young Sinatra album. The album has logic discussing lyrical rap being better than mumble rap, like on Wu-Tang Forever or on Everybody Dies. You also get pop hits like One Day and Ordinary Day, a weed anthem like The Adventures of Stony Bob, and brag raps like on The Return, The Glorious Five, Young Sinatra 4, and Iconic. But you do have three sequels on here. You got a sequel to Worldwide, which is Thank You a sequel to his 2010 song Street Dreams, and the fourth song in the now Young Sinatra quadrilogy. And overall, I, uh, There is no official I feel like you're young full of shit What a fake fan. Fan. I'm gonna take a I'm so glad this album started getting shit. Forgot it was on Bluetooth. I forgot I was on Bluetooth. <laughs> and I heard it from here. He's yelling out here. <laughs> when I originally reviewed this album, I had a good amount of positives to say about it. Some of my claims were a bit retarded, but I was overall pretty positive during the first half. And then the second half was when I just kind of got 
bored and annoyed at how basic the album was getting. And apparently, according to the rap hack, all I did was just say negative shit about the album. So given how it's been a good year since that album, and I've seen more people say that it's just basic, and because I'm done being a submissive bitch, I mean this with every fragment and essence of my heart when I say this. This album is so fucking disgraceful. It's a fucking pile of shit on the original trilogy. Its writing is so basic and repetitive. The production is the fucking Spongebob of Boom Bap. The songs are so goddamn boring and again, basic as all fucking shit. And the track listing is so fucking strange. Why is this starting off with Worldwide 2 instead of The Return? Remember when Logic could rap from the perspective of somebody else and hit all the right marks and now he's just rapping about finger-fucking himself and to come get this pussy? This album is a fucking disgrace to the original trilogy. This is truly the last Jedi of young Sinatra. Yeah, it's got some cool things about it, like all the surviving members of Wu-Tang Clan being on a song or the lyrics too iconic, but it's also just filled with mainstream shit and has absolutely no understanding of what universe is trying to be in. Favorite song, iconic, least favorite, one day, fuck you. I'm a widow, I'm a freak, I wish I could watch you when you sleep. Supermarket was released on March 26, 2019 as the soundtrack to Logic's book of the same title. This album shows Logic trying to get into rock, and it sucks. Um, excuse me, this isn't a rap album, so you can't critique it. But I'm critiquing it as a rock album. But it's a soundtrack, you can't critique soundtracks. Yes, the goddamn fuck you can. I'm sick of this bullshit, oh, you can't critique it because it's not the genre it's in and it's a soundtrack. Logic is the one that chose to make a rock album, and it's gonna be treated like a rock album. And you also can't critique a soundtrack as much as any other album. Hence why it literally has a whole award section at the Grammys. You know what's really good soundtracks? The Witcher 3, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, Into the Spider-Verse, John Wick. You know what's a really bad soundtrack? Rise of Skywalker and this. Now I was born and raised on rock, and this shit is just fucking atrocious. Every song is so painful, the lyrics are so basic, and straight hot fiery garbage. And Lemon Drop is easily in Logic's top three worst songs. My favorite songs are none, my least favorite songs are the entire track list. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was released on May 10th, 2019 as a concept album based on social media and mental health. Delving deep into topics of online hate causing depression and suicidal tendencies, it's super lyrically in-depth where Logic goes into the mindset of everyone he talks about. It is truly the modern days to pimp a butterfly, and there are absolutely no complaints about this album. Juicy J's verse was also hella fire, 10 out of 10. Wait, what? Huh? Well, okay, my assistant just notified me that I'm talking about a completely different album. Well, if that's the case, then what album is this? I'm icy. I'm icy. I'm clean. What? What the fuck? No, 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 seriously, what the fuck? This album was promoted to be this giant thing about social media and depression, yet the most we fucking get is the admittedly lyrically amazing and best track that is the title track, and then just him saying he's gonna slit his wrist on Wannabe and suck a dick on clickbait. Every other song on here just has him fucking rapping about bitches and money. On top of that, everything is even more repetitive and even more basic. How do you fucking get out-rapped by fucking Will Smith? This album actually broke me. When the title track dropped, it gave me so much Under Pressure vibes, and it was everything I've been wanting from Logic for the past two years at this point. When Homicide was released, I still enjoyed how hyped up the song was. Looking back on it, Logic's verse is just more basic trash. And then the whole album comes out, and it's just a fucking chore to get through. Every song was like going through a saw trap of repetitive basic punchlines and god-awful bars. And when I saw people shit on this album when it dropped, when I saw die-hard Logic fans say they couldn't support him anymore, 
I was so happy that I wasn't alone on this. But you know what makes this album worse? Is Logic's response. This dude literally fucking lied to his fanbase and promoted this as like fucking deep concept album on social media and then turned around and dropped fucking Bobby Tarantino 3 and tried to slay out of the criticism with the overused Oh, it's just a happy turnip music excuse. Fuck right off. This album was literal lies and just overall fucking trash. And to top all of that off, you drop this terrible fucking album and then want to gain your fans back by making a sequel to fucking Under Pressure? Fuck you and fuck this album. No Pressure was released on July 24, 2020, and as Logic talking about his upbringing, him being a father, his mental health, fame and fortune, and then just bragging. It's also musically heavily boom bap, and even better boom bap than on YS4, with very lush production. My favorite example of it would be on Dark Place, which also happens to be the best song in the album in my opinion. I have a very in-depth review of this album on this channel, so I'm not going to really go into big detail with this one, but I will say... I think the topics get kind of repetitive throughout the album. There's a lot of times I question what any of this has to do for an Under Pressure sequel. And overall, I just didn't really feel much from it. Favorite songs, Dad Bod and Dark Place. Least favorite, Celebration and Perfect. Seemed like my whole life changed in the last year. At parties with legends, like what the fuck I'm doing here? And now we're at the ranking, where I'll rank the albums from my least favorite to my favorite and give my short little explanation for the placing. At number 15, we have Supermarket, because I can't stomach a single track on this album and it hurts as a rock fan. Negative 100 out of 10. At number 14, we have Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, because 99% of the songs in here are repetitive basic trash. But it does have the title track, 1 out of 10. At number 13 is Young Sinatra 4, because this was a terrible Young Sinatra project in my opinion, but... It is still objectively better than Confessions. I both have one song I would regularly go back to. 3 out of 10. And number 12 is Why You Wait, because I just think the songs are kind of basic, and they're not really as enjoyable, but it's more enjoyable than the past three. 3 out of 10. And number 11 is No Pressure. It's got more songs that I might revisit to than on Young Sinatra 4, and the Boom Bap here is a lot more like Boom Bap than that album as well. 5 out of 10. And number 10 is Bobby Tarantino 2. With this project, I at least feel something when listening to it. It's got a few more songs that I come back to. 5 out of 10. And number 9 is Logic the Mixtape. While having probably the same amount of tracks that I come back to as BT2, uh, I enjoy them more than I do the BT2 tracks. 5 out of 10. And number 8 is The Incredible True Story. It has the same amount of returnable tracks, only there's a bit more songs in here that just sound better than Logic the Mixtape. 6 out of 10. And number 7 is Everybody. I enjoy this album a lot more than I enjoy any of the other albums previous to this, and even though Everybody has three concepts that fail, I think I'd rather take that than a really lazy one that's not even that much of a concept. Also, it just once again falls back on the enjoyability. 6 out of 10. And number 6 is Bobby Tarantino. It's a lot more enjoyable than Everybody, and is a very nice blend of lyrical rap and mindless trap. 7 out of 10. And number 5 is Undeniable. It's the weakest Young Sinatra tape in my opinion, and the one I enjoy the less, but once again, I enjoy it more than Bobby Tarantino. 7 out of 10. And number 4 is Young Broken Infamous. A lot of bangers on this album, and has some of my favorite Logic songs. 8 out of 10. And number 3 is Young Sinatra. I love so much about this tape, and once again, it holds some of my most favorite Logic songs. 8 out of 10. And number 2 is Under Pressure. This is a solid album from front to back. Absolutely amazing, but obviously it can't top the number 1. 
9 out of 10. And then number one is Welcome to Forever. I love almost everything about this mixtape, and it also has The High Life, which is both my favorite Logic song of all time and one of my favorite songs of all time. This tape really got me through some shit as well, and it's just truly his best work in my opinion, and my absolute favorite for him. 9.5 out of 10. Hey guys, that's the video. What did you think about Logic discography and where would you rank his albums? Please tell me in the comments down below. I'd like to give a huge thanks to Valen for lending me his vocals during the I want you to fucking die bit. He's on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and even has a Discord server, so all that stuff is in the description down below. And I'd also like to give a thanks to Cole for voicing the brand new character on this channel called the annoying little bitch in the comments sections. He's on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and he even has a Patreon, so you know all that stuff is in the description down below as well. And if you like the video, go ahead and leave a like it would mean a lot and also go ahead and subscribe if you like content like this and also because i have a massive batman themed series in the works and i would really like it if people watch that i'm on twitter and instagram so go ahead and follow me on there for updates and just other random shit i also make music which tends to be genre bending instrumentals so if that's the kind of stuff you like then all that's up on youtube and bandcamp and there's some of it on soundcloud and spotify i also just released a new song where i rapped over the 44 bars beat about how my life's been since i've graduated so if that sounds interesting to you links to that is also in the description and i have a community discord server called Hell World, Weebs and Memes. We just recently launched a new update that includes more roles, emotes, and shop items. So, you know, if you have Nitro and you want some cool little anime and meme emotes and Chris Raygun gifs and whatever this is, which is my personal favorite. <laughs> and if you're just a weeb and or you love memes, then you know, come on down and enjoy the degeneracy that we have to offer. Have a good day. Peace out.